No, those aren't those aren't crucial for the lifeblood of a college football program. They're not literally the three most important positions on the football team, are they? By the way, if you're keeping score at home, that's that's another tally mark in the correct use of the word literally on this podcast. Because we care about accuracy and we literally like using the definitions of words. Why, 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 Daniel, why are you making a plan for this? Just why are we talking about this? Why are you making a plan for this? 100% the inside of my brain. The field goal block? Uh, I don't appreciate you sarcastically invoking the name of Boss Bailey in front of me. I'm going to let this one slide. But next time, you've been warned. Welcome to Talking Dogs. I'm Clint. And I'm Daniel. And we're two guys who love UGA sports. One of us is from the South. And one of us is from the West Coast. One of us is a lifelong Georgia fan. One is a more recent convert. But we both share a borderline obsessive, often ridiculous desire to see UGA succeed, just like you do. This podcast is a place to talk about the dogs, the way you would at a tailgate, in your backyard, or over a drink with your friends. Are we insiders? Nah. Do we have lofty recruiting connections? Nope. We are just two guys who love talking about the dogs. So let's talk. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of the Talking Dogs podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Clint. Clint, season is upon us. Yeah. The roster is set. I mean, I, I assume. I was not, just going to ask, wow, you got in, you got breaking news for us? What do you ta- got? We're not taking on any new, any new players at this point, I don't believe. Well, that's true. It's a little late. It's a little late yeah. to get up. Or in a preferred walk-on status. Sky's a little high, or the the sun's a little high in the sky for that to be happening. Um, Clint, uh, it's t- it's time to start. It's time to start talking about how we feel about this roster. It's mm. we won't know until all's said and done where this team stacks up among the other UGA teams that we've seen that we've come to know and love. Uh, But what we do know is how we feel about them right now. How we feel going into the season. What our level of expectation and optimism is. And that is... That's what we're prepared to talk about here. Our idea here is that we're going to give each position group a a rating. As if they were a player in in an EA video game. And, uh, and to be sure, to be very specific, it's not each player within that position group, but is it as each position group were a player, a conglomerate yeah. of all the players right. in that position. You have to take the position group as a whole, factoring in all players yeah. who are likely to be contributors for the team, including starters and potential backups. Uh, the ratings will go 1 to 99 because nobody's perfect, uh, neither in Madden or in real life, and so there are no 100s. The ratings go 1 to 99. Um, So if you really hate a player, I mean really hate them, you can give them, them, or a position group, I I should say, you can give that position group a 1. I don't even, I shudder to think what it would even look like. I have no idea. To get a 1 from, I mean, we are two guys who explicitly stated love UGA football. Yeah. So for us to hate a position group that much, I think by the end of the season, at times, there would have been... At some seasons, by the end of the season, I think you could have talked me into a one for certain position groups. You know okay. 
Sure. When Trip Chandler played for the University I, of Georgia, yeah. I think, like I think you could have talked me into a one for tight end. Yeah. So I'm just saying it's yeah. not it's not outside the realm of possibility. But it's preseason. Okay. Hope springs eternal. Uh, so we're gonna go through a few of these um, in in a few different episodes. Uh, we're gonna start with three today, and um, we thought we'd just ease ease into the water here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not talk about any exciting position groups. So we're just going to start with quarterback, offensive <laughs> line, and defensive line because nobody cares about those positions. Is that no? Those aren't those aren't crucial for the lifeblood of a college football program. They're not literally the three most important positions on the football team, are they? They're no, not, yeah, no, no. Um, by the way, if you're keeping score at home, that's that's another tally mark in the correct use of the word literally on this podcast. Literally. So that is... Because we care about accuracy, and we literally like using the definitions of words. That is right. Um, uh, so Clint, let's, let's get started. So here's how this is going to work. Um, we're going to each give our rating that we have for, for the position group. And then as a way of facilitating a short conversation about each position group, we're each going to ask the other one a question. That is the burning question in our minds as we think about this position group. And and then we'll move on to the next. So where do you want to start on our list, Clint? Uh, Daniel, I want to start right out of the gate. I just, I want to get over with, uh, I want to talk about quarterback. Let's talk about the the quarterbacks. I want to talk about quarterbacks, and right now we have two healthy uh, on the roster. We have three depth chart-wise worth noting, but two healthy. Um, uh, Daniel, what what is your grade for the quarterback position group? And then I'll follow that up with a question that I have for you. All right. My grade... For the quarterback position group is uh, an 85. Gave the quarterbacks okay. an 85. Um, I didn't feel great about it because there's there's a superstar in the position mm-hmm. group, um, but you got to you got to factor in. Listen, I, you might be out there and you might be riding the Stetson Bennett train um, all the way to Delusionville, but. <laughs> Uh, but listen, I am in the camp that if if I watch number eleven go down, mm-hmm. I think as of right now it's hard to plan these things out. I think as of right now my plan is going to be I'm just going to walk out of my house and I'm just never going to stop walking until the moment that I die. What? Why? why, why Daniel, why are you making a plan for this? Just, just why are we talking about this? Why are you making a plan? I'm for just this? saying. I'm just saying. The season will be over. Yeah, no, so it listen, will be. I can't listen. Sesson Bennett will perform admirably, I'm sure, but the season will be over. Okay. Yeah. Um, this is not going to be a Cardale Jones at Ohio State situation, where our starting quarterback goes down and we win a national championship anyway. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I can't give. There's no 90s. I can't give that position group uh, anything in the 90s because of the. Because it's a one-man show, this is a one. Yeah. This is a one-trick pony. Yeah. Uh, Clint, what's what is your rating for the quarterback? Uh, my 
My rating is, and here's why my rating has to be here. I hear that concern. I hear the Stetson Bennett uh, train is to Lunacyville. I get all of that. But, Daniel, my rating is 90, even with the concerns of all that. Wow. Because Jake Fromm, and, and here's my question to you, Daniel. Okay. Ask me, ask does, me a question. Does Jake Fromm have the potential of going down as the greatest quarterback in UGA history depending upon this season? That's, it's fascinating that that should be your question. Because my question is not that, but I'll see your question and I'll raise you my question to you. Okay. Which I, which I have already got written down here in front of me. And that is, Clint, if we win the national championship, I want you to forget about best quarterback in UJ history. I'm asking oh, wow. you... I'm asking you, is Jake Fromm on your Mount Rushmore of all-time UGA players instantly if we win the national championship this year? Instant chiseled in. Instantly on Mount Rushmore without hesitation. He would go down as one of my Mount Rushmore on the spot. Don't ask me who I'm taking off quite yet. I need more time to process that. But there will be drapes over the artwork yep. as the workers come the in and do some. Will start. Will be built immediately. I immediately, to- I totally agree. You could just forget about best UJ quarterback. That's a given. Listen, if we don't win the national championship, Jake Fromm is still probably objectively the best Georgia quarterback of all time. I'm just let's just call it what it is. He's done more at UGA than you could argue than maybe anyone else already two years now we're talking i, about I tempered it. my question i completely agree i yeah. held back my question but i completely agree jake from is today the best quarterback we've ever had i'm saying if he wins us the national championship we are talking about one of the faces of the program bar none yeah uh, Daniel, here's now here's a follow-up maybe that I... Will Jake Fromm ever get recognized the way he should be in the national media? I hope not. I hope yeah. not. Just let it... Just, you know what? Let, it, let the national media say what they want to say. I've heard more stories about getting a fish hooked into his thigh than I have about his talent on the football field the nas- from national yeah. media. They don't take Jake Fromm seriously. If he wins, if he wins the national championship, if we beat... Clemson in the semifinal and Alabama in the final or whatever, like, and, or Alabama in the SEC title game and Clemson in the national championship game or whatever, uh, then he'll start to get some, he'll start to get yeah. the national media. And he'll certainly, you know, once once Mel starts, say, starts saying his name, then all of a sudden the ESPN yeah. will just start lapping him up, you know, just like, you know. But but I don't I don't care about any of that. Right. That's not, right. that's some nonsense. Be- because he would be on Mount Rushmore with that natty, I got to give the quarterback group of ninety because he could be potentially ninety nine out of a hundred as a quarterback rating. So I just I had to push it up there. I love it. Uh, I love it. All right, Daniel, let's head over. Let's let's switch sides of the ball. Let's go to defensive line, and I'll start this. I'll give you my rating for the whole position group, and then ask my question. So for the defensive line, Daniel, I gave us. A 90 as well for the defensive line. Feels like you just wrote the same number down for all the positions. It feels that way. 
That's not what I did. No, because we're going to get to offensive line, and the number has changed for that. 90 for the defensive line. Now, here's why. Now, maybe I've talked myself into this. I have said countless times the horses are kicking down the barn door on my feelings about this defense because this could be the best defense I've ever seen UGA have in my fandom. Uh, I'm very close to dubbing that the case. Of course, we have to see games. Uh, And, Daniel, it's not just the infusion of the young talent. Uh we have some proven vets on this team that could roll too deep out without the talent infusion that we just got from the last two cycles. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm talking Justin Young. I'm talking Julian Rochester. I'm talking even everybody forget about Malik. Malik's still on this team, guys. Yep. Still a yep. force out there. Okay. I'm talking, uh, hey, Tyler Clark, you want to make some money? Make some noise this year. Senior Tyler Clark. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm talking. I'm talking Carter. Uh, I'm talking Devontae Wyatt. These are all upperclassmen. I haven't even gotten to the talent-rich Jordan Davis. Uh, I haven't even gotten to you know the 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 incredible phenoms that we know Nolan Smith hopefully will live up to be, and all the rest of them. Um, I haven't gotten there. I'm just talking the guys who have been in the program for three, four years, and already I feel good. Now you're telling me I get a whole new batch. Uh, I gave this group a 90 and uh and daniel my question will be this can you see a scenario in which the upperclassmen show out and force all the young guns to stay on the sidelines is there a scenario in your mind Mm. where they the upperclassmen show out so much that we tell nolan smith thanks but no thanks sit and watch well i think nolan smith going to be running I mean obviously he's in that I think he's in that outside backer group so I don't think he's going to be I don't think any of the people you just named are going to keep Nolan Smith on the sidelines I do think that some of the people that you just named have the potential to keep some of our young defensive linemen on the sidelines except one Mm. I think I think you're going to see Trayvon Walker playing football for Georgia. Oh. And I think you're going to see it pretty soon. Okay. Uh, okay. The, I think, you know, you just never know recruiting rankings and, and, and whatnot. I mean, Terry Godwin was a five-star kid, uh-huh. and it took him a while to, to grow into the system and to, you know, let's, you, you don't know. You don't know how these things are going to take shape. Obviously, Terry Godwin turned out to be a damn good dog and you know obviously one of our one of our favorites but took him a while to get there yep yep but i think you look at a guy like trayvon walker and i think you're going to see him out on the on the field a lot i i think there's a lot of people on this team that are interesting tyler clark where where did tyler clark go clint where where is he what happened to that cat what happened man it just there's did not, Athens police round him up in some late night shouting match arrest could've squad? Could have been. Could have been. been. Uh, guy you didn't name, David Marshall. Uh huh. The, the, if David Marshall's healthy, do you remember David Marshall as a freshman? Oh, do I ever. David Marshall as a freshman looked like he was coming out, like, it looked like he was ready to play football. Yeah. And last year, we know. Uh, had the had the uh, the injuries and was out for the better part of the year, 
never really fully recovered. If David Marshall's back and is healthy, I think that's the guy that of of everyone on the defensive line. I think that's the guy that mm-hmm. is going to have the biggest year. Okay. I think bigger than Jordan Davis. Um, let me just talk to you about before I ask you my question, and my question is related to none of this. Before I before I tell you my ask you my question, let me just let me just tell you, let me just read three names of three of the defensive linemen freshmen that we uh that we saw. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Zion Lowe. Mm-hmm. Tymon Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Trayvon Walker. And now I'm just gonna read out some numbers, Clint. Are you, you ready? You should tell by the way, if you're not ready for this, be ready, listener, because these are phenomenal. These are eighteen year old kids who we're talking yeah. about right now. <laughs> yeah. Six, I put air quotes around 18-year-old kid, but yeah, sure. 6'5", 290. 6'5", oh. 295. Uh-huh. And then 6'3", a 3'15". Okay, like, yep. what is happening in your life where you're six foot three inches tall and you weigh 315 pounds? I don't... Uh, I don't... I don't understand... Was defensive tackle a position of need, Clint? I don't know. It's hard to say. Huh. Huh. Is Jordan Davis going to have some friends? Is he going to have? Huh. Is he going to bring some friends to the party when he shows up to the party? He he going to bring some friends. Dude. All of a sudden, he just got out of an SUV full of full of fools. You um, thought the SUV was on airbags, then you realized, nope, that's just over a thousand pounds standing up. All right, let me ask you my question, Clint. And it comes with another set of numbers attached to it. You ready? Okay. 6'4", 320. Those are the numbers. 6'4", 320. Now let me ask you this. Uh Uh-huh. Is Notori Johnson going to get any snaps on the defensive line this year? Uh, That's my question. Notori Johnson will see zero snaps on the defensive line this season. Zero snaps? He... You can't get my boy Look, one. You can't, you can't get my boy one snap. You can't come back. You can't come back from being switched over to the other side of the ball. Okay, you come, can't. You can't do now. that, and then come back over to defensive side and beat out all the other guys we just listed. I mean, okay, I was I was saying tongue in cheek. He's not going to get any run in any meaningful games. Could he get some reps at some point during Murray State, Arkansas? State? Sure. Listen. Could he? Could maybe? Sure. I'm not hearing I'm not hearing any insiders. I'm not subscribed to any pay sites that I'm getting this information from. Okay? Okay. I've heard no one say this going into the <laughs> this season. This is this is your inside your own 100% the inside of my brain. Great. But let's but you want to bet me that Notori Johnson doesn't get any meaningful snaps this year cuz I will take that bet. Tory Johnson is here to... You want to talk about making some money? You want to talk about Tyler Clark getting paid? Well, guess who's bigger, stronger, faster, more talented... Stop. And Stop. more physical than Tyler Clark. Stop. Daniel. Stop. No, no just go back and watch the did, tape, Clint. Did Notori Johnson... Did Notori Johnson... Mm-hmm. Play meaningful snaps on defense last year. No, he just switched okay. over. He was learning the position. I, 
He was a true freshman last year. He's not. It's not going to happen, Daniel. Okay. Okay. Think about what you want to bet, because I'm in. Because <laughs> you could take that. Because I'm in. I'm uh, take that bet. What's your, what's your rating for the defensive line this year? I got the defensive line at an 88. Um, this is not the position of greatest concern for me on this team. Then I'll just I'm looking nope. at my overall ratings, and um, this is not the position that I'm that I'm most. I got them rated ahead of the quarterbacks for crying out loud. So I got them. Come on. I got them rated at an eighty-eight. Um, Julian Rochester is going to have to show me something before I mention his name in public again. But <laughs> um, but I believe in Tyler Clark. I be, if it's more a bet on my son. And his love of Tyler Clark than it is anything uh-huh. else. But I believe in Tyler Clark. I believe in David Marshall. I really believe in David Marshall. You know what Jordan Davis is. Oh, you know, I, you I know, know what that cat's got. I've I've been on the Malik Herring train uh, since before, since it was still in the shop, getting welded together. I've been <laughs> on that train for a while. Uh, Trayvon Walker, I believe, is going to be a huge addition. Um, I think you got guys like Justin Young, Mikhail Carter, uh, Michael Barnett, who are going to provide depth and experience. I think Devontae Wyatt, yeah. same thing. Uh, and then I think you got some of these freshman cats, and then I think you got this guy, Natori Johnson. Okay. I'm just, just going to talk to you okay. about that towards the end of the year. Well, let's go to okay. offensive line, and I'm going to start right. Hey, start right there, and I'm just going to tell you right now. Uh, this is a 99. This is a 99 position group. There's no. Not even a question. There's nine, no nine. question. If you didn't write 99 on here, I would question everything about you. This is this position group's on the all Madden team. You have to pay to download this position group. It's on the ultimate team. Whatever that stupid nonsense is called now. You have to, you have to, you have to spend money in order to download these players onto the game. Yep. That's what. Yep. That's what we're dealing with here. Uh, the the offensive line is the best position group on the team. And Hands it's down. and it's it's a runaway. Okay. Uh, there are so many things. Before we get to my question, is there anything you just anything you'd like to say about the offensive line, Clint? Just anything that anything that uh, you want to talk about before we get to my specific question for you, because my specific question is a bit more personal than it is oh. sort of objective. Okay, uh, yeah. well, that's good. That's good. Uh, I I think just if you if you were to tell me the DNA the backbone of a team if you, you were to tell me here's how we're going to build a team mm-hmm. and it's clear that Kirby and Sam have gotten in a room and said how do you want to build a team and they have come up with this plan and you were to say look we're going to have get all the incredible... best players to play for us that's the <laughs> well is that the... that's the plan that the plan is to with... the plan is to say who are the five star players in the nation and let's just get let's just get them on Scully. And see how that works. Jimmy's um, and Joe's, just say because just, let's just let's try that. That's what we're doing. <laughs> uh, but it's clear as day that the backbone of this team is built off an offensive line that is big, imposing, mauling, athletic. Still, these guys are not just hog mollies that grade mm-hmm. roads. They do that too, but they also can get back in a stance, pop up, put a hand out, and stop an edge rusher. Um, this offensive line gives me every bit of confidence. There is not a single defense I am scared of 
with this offensive line. There's not one. I'll take any and all. You can blitz six. You can bring pressure. You can do whatever you want, and I'll be just fine. I'm not worried. We'll be here. We'll be here. Let us know. Let us know yeah. how it's going to work out for you because we'll be we'll be right here. Uh, Con, I couldn't agree more with your, with your assessment, which brings me to this question. Who's your favorite offensive lineman on this I, team? I, I, I can't. Gosh, Daniel, I'm so mad at you for asking that question. Uh, because there is there is my my all time favorite, but I'm telling you right now, uh, my love of other guys is growing beyond Ben mm-hmm. Cleveland. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. Ben, Ben, I love you. You're you're my boy, Blue. I got you 100. percent However. My goodness, Andrew, I see you over there. It, it, look, look, you don't let anybody sniff Jake Fromm, and my love for you is going to skyrocket. Look, Cade Mays, you want to come in and play? Look, uh, I, I just I don't know if I have a favorite, Daniel. It's like asking me which kid I love more. I don't know. I'll tell you which kid you love more. And this, I'll tell you which kid I love more. Uh, his name's Solomon Kenley, Clint. I think yeah, yeah, you, you I, love Solly. I think Solomon Kinley is my favorite offensive lineman on this team. Wow. Do you, know, do you know why? Because um, do you remember that time that somebody competed really hard and stole Solomon Kinley's job from him? No. Nope. You, no, you don't. You don't remember that time because it didn't ever happen. Do you remember that time, Clint, to follow up question to that, do you remember that time there were there was like reports and speculation about how somebody was going to perform really well and steal Solomon Kinley's job? Do you remember that time? Let me think back. Let me get back in the Wayback Machine for that. Because that happens like weekly around UJ football. Yeah. People write yeah. stories about how there's this freshman and there's this talented guy and there's this this guy's too talented to keep off the field. And guess where they're going to play every time? Left guard. That's just they're going to play. Do you know who played left guard all of last year and all of the year before that? And held it down like a boss. Like a boss. Here's, But that's not why Solomon McKinley's my favorite offensive lineman on this team. Oh. Here's why Solomon Kinley is my favorite offensive lineman on this team. Do you know what my favorite play in college football is? It is when... The field goal block? He blocked blocked every kick. He blocked every kick. He blocked every kick. Uh, I don't appreciate you sarcastically invoking the name of Boss Bailey in front of me. I'm going to let this one slide. But next time, you've been warned. You've been warned. Uh... My favorite play in college football is running back six, six eight yards downfield, uh-huh. getting an amazing drive block from the wide receiver. Love to see that. Gosh. Rewatched the 2017 SEC championship game the other day when it was on the SEC network and was reminded of how awesome Javon Williams was. Man, you remember how oh, awesome Javon oh. Williams was. God. I miss him so dearly. I loved watching him just lock somebody up for 30 yards. But then at the end of that play, you get safety comes in. But do our backs go down when they get hit, Clint? Is that what they do? No, that's not what they do. 
Instead, what happens? Then you begin to you begin to congregate a pile. That's what you begin uh-huh. to do. Okay. Uh-huh. And and every time, Clint, I want you to go back and I want you to watch two full years of, of Georgia football footage. Okay. I defy, it's gonna take me a while. I just defy you, know. you to find me a single time when that scenario played out on the field, when there were eight or ten guys swarming around the ball, pushing the pile. When the last body off the bottom of the pile was not Solomon Kinley. He's okay. the, he's in there every single time. Listen, he, he could get he could get knocked down by a defensive lineman at the beginning of the play. Still it's somehow he's gonna find his way twenty yards downfield to just be grabbing a running back by the by the lower back and just mauling him forward. Using him like a human shield, battering ram. Uh, Solomon Kinley. Uh, listen, this this guy's earned his spot in this rotation. Yeah. And listen, we're talking about Kirby Smart. We're reading reports about Cade Mays, Ben Cleveland duking it out for starting right guard job. Is that what they're not going to? Whoever wins that position is not going to go over and take over left guard. Daniel, is that what you're saying? Those are two five star cats. One of them is a, what, a junior? And one of them is a sophomore. Two five-stars. Nobody's nobody's touching old three-star Solomon over here. Not nobody. Nobody's battling it out for left guard. Left guard's guard's just fine. Man, I love that guy. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh... Daniel, those are the three that we got today. We're going to continue on with more position groups as the week goes on. We got them all. You will get to let us know. Got them all laid out. You you will get to let us know how off we are on our takes of our rating of our team. Just a heads up. I really think uh, that Daniel and I are going to soon go off the rails with our expectation for this team. It is coming very soon. It's not. It's it's very close, guys. Very close. It's very close. I'm battling it out between wanting to vomit and think that we're going to lose four games this year to thinking we're going to win every game by an average of 27 points. And so that's the, yeah. so you know it's good. You know I'm ready. That's what I'm saying. It's, that you know I'm that ready. feels like the early August flu. If I uh, could diagnose that, my credentials let me know I've that been, that is the early August college football flu. I've been sick with it for over 30 years now. So, just. keeps coming back. Vaccine does not work. <laughs> not helping. Uh, yeah, let us know uh, if you have thoughts about our ratings. Let us know your ratings for quarterback, defensive line, and offensive line. Uh, are we too high? Are we too low? Um, also, leave us a rating. Smooth segue. See how I did that? Smooth segue. Leave. Leave us a rating. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a lot. And you can do that. It does. Simply. If you were to ask Daniel's wife, easily. what was the thing that, that hooked her? It was his smooth talking. Hands yes. down. His his easy transition in conversation was the thing that won her over. It was not my podcast hosting skills. That's <laughs> that is that is for sure. Alright, that's all we got tonight. We will be back uh, again next week with more thoughts on fall camp until then we will 
talk to you guys later. See ya.